through your healing after going through trauma she'll make you laugh Edna Estrada if you're going through trauma you need Edna as your trauma life coach Edna Hi guys, welcome back. I am your host, Edna Estrada. Thank you so much for joining me today. Bear with me today. I have some sort of voice, I don't know, like thing. My voice keeps coming in and out. I feel fine, but I don't know if I have an infection or what, but I can hear like my voice coming in and out. So just bear with me. Okay, so today's episode, I really wanted to talk about because it's something that always comes up as a breakthrough for my clients, meaning that it's something that they never even intentionally think to heal or to talk about, even though it's so obvious, I guess in their day-to-day life, it is something that they feel, but it's always kind of like the thing that's brushed under the rug. And usually when we heal that thing, we end up getting like major breakthroughs because sometimes it's like, the one thing we think is not important that we don't want to fix or focus on ends up being the like domino effect that fixes all the other things. You know what I mean? So anyway, so today the topic is signs that you have low self-worth and how to heal that. So it's all about self-worth, your self-worth, how you feel about it, or how you've been burying it underneath the surface. Okay. So I'm going to make this, uh, I'm just, I'm going to make this a list. I didn't intend to, but now that I'm looking at my notes, I probably should. Okay, so I'm going to give you the first one. Number one, you're afraid to ask for what you want. Okay, this used to be a big one for me. Oh my gosh, you guys. I used to be like afraid, like if I went to Starbucks, hashtag first world problems. When I went to Starbucks, I used to, so I would order my coffee and I would always get really thirsty because caffeine dehydrates you. And I knew you could order like a cup of co- of water for free, but I was always so embarrassed to ask for that water. So I never did. And I swear every time I would go to Starbucks, I would think like, oh, maybe today's the day I'll ask for some water. And I never would. And if unless I was like grabbing coffee to go home, to bring it back home, I was always stuck feeling super thirsty or I would stop by at a like 7-Eleven or something to grab some water. and. <clears throat> that like now that I think about it I'm like oh my gosh that's so silly but that's how little I mean back then I I didn't really equate it with self-worth and of course now that I look back I'm like well that was just one of the small things like there were bigger things where I just was always afraid to set boundaries and you know if I was like the person if they brought the wrong food to me I'd be like oh it's fine it's fine and I'm still sort of like that I'm not like really fuzzy just in general but now if something's making me really uncomfortable I will speak up and before I couldn't even do that I couldn't even ask for a cup of water at Starbucks a free cup of water and so whenever you hear yourself you know that that you're whenever you feel like you're stopping yourself from asking for what you want that is a sign that you do not feel worthy of asking for it. And there is nothing wrong with asking for what you want. Because remember what I said in in one of the other episodes, if you are not in a happy place, you're not going to be the best version of yourself. And you're going to like unknowingly kind of make everybody's life 
around you worse. If that's what you care about other people, if you really truly care about other people, you are not doing them a favor by building up resentment and about, you know, all the things that you're holding inside of you because you're not asking for what you want. Okay, so that's sign number one. Sign number two is when you do ask for what you want and you get what you want, but you feel totally disconnected or ungrateful about it. Okay, so what do I mean by that? I mean, uh, let's see, I have this client and she had started a business and her business was it was going well, but she kept kind of going back and forth about the type of business it want she wanted it to be. And we had like the work we had to do around that was like we had to kind of like figure out why she was doing that because she was already developing like a good audience with the, the first thing and she was it wasn't like a money problem. She knew she was worthy of the money. She was bringing in the money. But when like the clients, she started getting the stuff, like the people that would start reaching out to her on social media, she kind of had this attitude of like, oh, like, no, that's not the type of person I want, you know, like, or like even her products, like certain products were selling more than others. And she was like, oh, I really wanted this other product to be like my bestseller. And that was a block that was a mental block that she had created for herself where she had just like disconnected from her main goal which was to serve people in a certain way and she had completely made it about herself because she didn't really feel worthy of being able to provide that particular service the service that she was providing so she kind of had like a little bit of an imposter syndrome so we had to work around that we worked through that with like breath work hypnosis just to have her she was worth and to understand that sometimes the the success that we want or the things that we want to manifest come in different ways they don't always necessarily come the way we think they're going to come they come in different ways and that's okay that's okay that's why you have to always be super clear about you know the things that you want and you have to feel worthy of of receiving them because then when you receive them you're if you don't think you're worthy of it you're going to self-sabotage or you're going to not be grateful for it and it's just not going to mean anything and you're not really doing yourself or the people you're helping if if you have a business like her when you're doing things like that, right? Okay, number three, you don't have your own set of core values that you live by. Okay, so that means that the way you've decided to be in this world, the person you have decided to be, the dreams that you have, the things you want to do in this world, like if you think of that as a brand, you have to like know who you are. I don't know if anybody's seen that um, documentary with JLo Halftime on Netflix. Oh my gosh, love it. If you're a JLo fan, it's really good. She's, you know, they're talking about all her marriages. She's had like what, four or five marriages and a ton of other relationships. She talks about how, you know, she's this best album selling person she's has all these like successful movies and she's beautiful and she's rich and all this stuff but she had really really low self-esteem for the majority of her career she had really low self-esteem that's why she kept jumping from relationship to relationship and she says in that do documentary it's because i didn't know who i was 
you have to be so grounded in who you are. You have to know who you are, what you stand for, and you can change that at any time. But the world is moving so fast, right? You can't control anything outside of you. You can't control the people outside of you because their life is taking twists and turns all the time. And who the hell knows with people, you know, if your thoughts change from one minute to the other and you can barely keep track of that, imagine like someone else. You can't control other people. You can't control other places, other things, anything else but yourself. So you have to be really, really grounded that it doesn't matter how you're swerving through the world. You have your own set of core values and you know exactly who you are. Okay, so that because if you don't, what's going to happen? You're going to accept attention from any person that that gives it to you. So you're going to get flirty with whoever you want, even if you don't want to. Because just because they're giving you attention, you know, I think of the, the lady that had the affair with my husband, married lady with three kids. She got really lucky that I didn't tell her husband, but she could have broken up her family. She could have broken up my family. And it was all because she was, she didn't know who she was. She was so um, willing to get attention from whoever gave it to her that like, she just didn't have a good set of core values, right? And I am not like, this is not to like talk bad about her because I've done that. I've been there. I understand it because I've been there. I've been nice to the boys that were nice to me just because I liked that they were being nice to me. So I totally understand. Right. But that's not, it's not just that it's like with money, you're like, there's people that will do anything to make a buck. They will work at whatever type of job that they freaking hate some people stay at jobs they hate for their entire lives their entire lives or they you know it's like uh the people that end up doing dangerous jobs really bad job like really bad like you know like the drug dealing and whatever because it feels like the only choice because they don't you know, they don't know who they are. They don't believe in who they are. They don't have their set of core values. Or even it could be something as simple as gossiping, right? If you're a pretty like chill person and you don't like ever talk bad about anyone, if you're the type of person that never talks bad about anyone, but then you come across someone in your life who loves to gossip and you end up gossiping with that person when you see them, your your core values, you know, you're not being you're not completely grounded in them. They need to be really, really strong. And that way you can say, yeah, I'm, I'm not up for this conversation. You know, I don't do that. Okay. Uh, the next one is integrity. What number is this? Number four, I think. Okay. So what's integrity? Doing what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to get up tomorrow and work out, then you go do it. If you say I'm going to start a business, then you go do it. You don't give up because it's not working the first, you know, few months. You keep playing with the numbers and switching things around to see what works and what doesn't. Do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to call someone, if you say you're going to give someone a gift, you do it. That's integrity. When you don't, and, and let me tell you, when you don't have integrity, and that's a muscle, right? There's nothing wrong with you if you're not doing those things. It's a muscle you build. You don't have to start off so big by saying, I'm going to work out every freaking day this week. You don't have to do that. You can start off by saying, I'm going to shower first thing in the morning when I wake up. I wish I could work out, but I'm just not feeling up for it. So at least I will get my day started early and, and shower and put on perfume and feel good about myself. 
I'll do my hair every day. You know, start off small. Build your integrity muscle because I've noticed that when people have integrity, their self-worth skyrockets. It freaking skyrockets so high when you have really strong core values and integrity. Because nobody can say anything about you because you are who you say you are and you do what you say you're going to do. Right? So, like I said, just keep in mind, you know, you really don't have to, your integrity doesn't have to be the same as someone else's integrity. You don't have to drink the celery juice every day. You don't have to go for a walk every day. You don't have to, whatever it is for you that makes you feel good. If you're thinking like, gosh, you know, when I wake up and I read like five pages, I feel good. When I pray every morning or every night, that makes me feel good. So, you know, and then build, build on that and then become the person that you know you want to be, you know, and that's usually if you don't know who you want to be, I'll give you a hand, like the people you admire in movies or in life, whatever, like, like the things that you really, really like about people, that is who you are. That is you're seeing yourself and the things that you don't like about people it's a part of you that you don't like that's why you judge them but the parts that you do like about yourself you see in the people you really admire and that means that that's you and you just have to if you're not exactly modeling them at this time then you just have to build that muscle right get rid of all the the things that are kind of getting in your way release the resentment forgive let go and focus on being who you want to be okay and then the last thing you think that self-development is a luxury, okay? You think that bettering yourself is the, the last thing that you need to kind of worry about. Oh, okay, this is a tough one because I've been there. I think I still do it sometimes. We just feel, you know, in, in like everyday life, all the things that we have to do, we sort of... You know, I have to wash the dishes. I have to get the, the laundry done. I have to get take the kids on play dates or go to work or whatever. And so the responsibilities kind of feel like they take the forefront, like they have to take the forefront. But that's just not true. Self-development, healing yourself, being at peace with yourself should be your number one priority always 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 and forever if you want to make the world a better place you need to start with you because you cannot you know if you first of all if you're spending all your time on task right to do's you're probably burning yourself out every other day would be my guess most people are and you can't pour from an empty cup right you're not going to be a you're not going to be the best mom that you can be or the best wife or the best friend or whatever it is you're worried about, the best employee, if you're always freaking tired, resentful, angry, whatever. You can't do that. And sometimes you build these stories in your mind based on what your parents told you or whoever told you you're supposed to be. And you don't even know who you are. And if you don't know who you are and if you're doing, you're working to be a person that you don't even want to be, uh, you're not going to be a very happy person. You're going to die not even knowing who the hell you are. So that makes no, that makes no sense to me. 
And that's when you have to kind of be brave and, and, and journal out. What do I actually love? What do I hate? What do I feel passionate about? Who can I help? How can I help myself? If you, if you can't answer those questions and you don't know who you are, then you're probably living with resentment and you're not being authentic and you're not really providing value to the world or to the people around you. And you're doing us all a disservice because we need you. You were built as an individual with your own gifts and real, like that is law, that is science. You were, if you are alive right now, if you're listening to this, of course you're alive. You have a gift that you were meant to give the world. You have a purpose, 1000%. You can choose to believe that or not to believe that, but that is the truth. But if you are not putting in the effort to water the garden that is you, you're kind of doing us all a disservice. So, you know, we need you. We need you to work on yourself. We need you to water your garden. We need your flowers. Right? Okay. Okay. That is all I have for you guys today. I am really excited. I actually just let out a blog. Oh, and you guys, do not forget to sign up for the Trauma Healing Workshop. Okay? I've been working on it for a few weeks now. I honestly, I love it. I think it's so good. I've already tested it. So many people, it's like helping so many people heal their trauma. So if you have trauma, if you have any um, issues with, with rape, with mm, cheating spouses, with um, toxic parents, all that heavy stuff, then, then join me because it's going to be a really, really good workshop. I have a lot of exercises for you guys. I have a hypnosis, a meditation. They're beautiful. They're going to help you kind of kickstart. I don't even want to use that word, not kickstart. I really, I mean, if you put in the work, I really think they're going to help you freaking quantum leap to a whole new like dimension. <laughs> I, I, I honestly believe that and I've already seen it. So do you think that it's possible for you too? All right, guys, I love you so, so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. I will see you guys follow me on Instagram. Uh, trauma coach Edna. I'm also on Pinterest. Okay, on Pinterest you can see all the um the blog posts and stuff there too. All right, guys, I love you. See you guys Going next week. Trauma, Bye. You need Edna.